friends. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of the Inner Revolution podcast. Today, we're going to have some dynamic thoughts from diverse speakers with a biblical viewpoint. Feel free to stick around and prepare to be blessed. Hey, it's so good to have you with us today for another episode of the Inner Revolution podcast. Uh, Today, we have a special guest. But before I talk to you about our special guest, I want to let everyone know on November 8th, which is a a Sunday at 3 p.m., we're going to do a virtual book signing for my new book, Beautifully Broken. It's going to be a Facebook live event, and you can check it out on our IR podcast page on Facebook, and we'll send you some information on how to be involved and to, it's going to be an interactive interview about the book, Beautifully Broken. And you can win some free stuff such as eBooks and other things so that you can get a hold of the book and other books that I've written that will help encourage you in in your faith. So maybe uh, do a save the date for November 8th. It's a Sunday at 3 p.m. Okay, but without any further ado, I I really am excited to have Antonio with me tonight. Uh, Antonio, are you there? I'm, I'm here. Excellent, excellent. Thanks so much for taking the time. I know you're a busy man. Uh, a husband, a dad of four kids. Uh, there's so much that are, is on your plate. Uh, just to kind of go through a couple things so listeners know uh, who you are a little bit. We actually went to Bible school together. Yes, sir. Yeah, a million years ago, it feels like. <laughs> uh, such a good time. To, he's a, uh, Antonio's a church planter. He's worked with church, uh, church, new church plants. Uh, marriage counselor which he and I compare notes a lot with in such a needy field right now, as always. Student ministry, and he works with small groups in his church, as well as a Spanish translator, uh, Spanish translation projects, I should say. So, Antonio, I know the list could be long here, but just so glad to have you tonight. Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm really, you know, blessed to just be, be here with you uh, and spend some time with, with, with you and, and, and everyone listening. Uh, to, uh, you know, today and uh, in the future. Um, so, you know, I'm really just kind of excited to w- about what God just has to say for us. And, you know, I just pray that uh, I'm uh, used mightily for, for, for his kingdom and per- for his purpose and that uh, people are, are, are absolutely blessed. Uh, you know, I was, uh, it's, it's been a tough year for, for everybody. Uh, COVID has just really, um, exposed a lot of things and changed uh, a, a lot of things uh, in, in our society, uh, both uh, socially uh, and spiritually, you know, and uh, just even just outside of COVID, just to give all the listeners a little bit of a background, um, you know, this year we um, dealt with the, with, with the passing of my, um, my, my sister-in-law, Christina. Um, she had uh, stage four pancreatic uh, and, and liver cancer and uh, she just passed in in June and so we were actually with her from the beginning of uh, of the diagnosis all the way uh, through the end and you know um, outside of COVID that was just uh, one of those things that was just very difficult and and uh, for our family but yet you know just produced such a such a blessing um, because uh, we got to see her uh, accept Jesus. Uh, she was. We even got to baptize her, and man, she was like a spiritual, spiritual giant. And she always was in in a, in a lot of senses. But you know, um, just her spiritual rebirth just kind of just 
expanded all of the wonderful qualities that she had in God and this helped unite our family and brought us closer. Uh, you know, on top of, uh, of all of the craziness this year uh, and all of that, you know, my, my wife even uh, lost her job, uh, not necessarily COVID related, but this was something that was just kind of pre-planned uh, because her uh, corporation was uh, moving their corporate headquarters to uh, London and uh, Copenhagen, and uh, we weren't in a position to travel uh, overseas, especially dealing with, uh, you know, helping to take care of our family. We had all kinds of uh, internal struggles. Uh, and then on top of that, you know, now we're down to like this one, uh, one income household, and yet God put, a, put it on our hearts to put our, 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 our children in private school. Uh, and, you know, we're just completely doing out of, out of faith. And, you know, it's, it's just, there's just a lot of craziness going, going on. And sometimes it's very difficult just to just persevere in, in, in the light of all of this. You know, just, you know, if you just look at COVID itself, um, the way that we attend church now is, is completely different. I, I, you know, I know for, for, for me and my, and, and my family, we, we miss all of these uh, in-person gatherings and it's kind of been kind of hard to get used to doing things online but yet when you look when you peel beneath the surface of everything the 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 church is actually growing exponentially during during COVID and it's and it's an amazing thing you know a lot of the ministries most of the ministries that have about have already had an online presence are finding that their that their church attendance online has been doubling and tripling and so you know what's really neat about that is that people who normally would not attend a physical church will find it a whole lot easier to just attend online uh, because of whatever the preconceptions uh, that they may have had maybe they were burnt in the past or maybe they uh, uh, you know, they had zero exposure to, uh, to, to church, uh, and they didn't know what to expect, but, but, you know, for what, for whatever reason, you know, this is like, there's been this big reset in, 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 in our culture and in this, in this present time, none of this is new. There's nothing new under the sun. This is not our, this is not history's first pandemic, and it's not going to be the last but it's the first one that we've experienced in, in in our lifetime as a society and and god has been in so much in control and so just reducing all of all of the things that aren't important to us you know a, a sculpture will take uh, this big block of stone and he'll have this vision in his mind of like what he'll want want to create and what he does is he'll take the hammer and the chisel and he'll just whittle away at all the non-essentials until he gets to this picture of what he had had or she uh had designed uh in the in, in their mind and i really do feel like god has been doing that with our lives uh, with with this whole uh with this whole pandemic and we're now paying attention to things that are really the more important things, you know. We're we're no longer can have to deal with traffic in some senses and some of these other worries that 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 we used to have, and we, we have more time to focus on God and focus on our family and focus on the things that are really important, in spite of all of the trials, because there are people that are really suffering out there, people without jobs, people without uh, income, people without uh, 
you know, people that are hurting, people that have lost loved ones, you know, the, the countless amount of loved ones. And so this really just creates an opportunity for us as the body to just come in and just be the love and be the light and, and, and bring some love and some healing into a broken world like never before. And, you know, uh, in, in my in my men's group, we've been we started studying the book of James um, uh, very recently. Prior to that, we were studying uh, a couple of other men's studies. Uh, and uh, I'll, I'll, if you haven't read this book already, The Six Battles That Every Man Must Win by Bill Perkins is just an amazing book. I, I've, we've done this study with other groups uh, several times. But right now, you know, I really wanted to get into the book of James, which is, has always been my least favorite book. Uh, of the Bible, uh, because I always had this preconception that it was more of a works book and not uh, a grace book and not of a faith book. And so usually whenever I read it, I, I would skim through it and be like, all right, well, let me get to the next book. You know, let me, let me, let me, let me hear about Paul. Let me hear about David. You know, let me, you know, let me walk with Jesus. You know, let me walk with my rabbi. And, and so now that we're actually getting into this book, it's just like completely blowing my mind. I'm like, whoa, what was I missing this whole time? You know, and so what I what I love about James and, and, and at least in this time, you know, in James chapter one, you know, I'm just going to just go ahead and, and read, read right from the text, you know, starting with, with verse one it says James, a servant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ to the 12 tribes scattered among the nations. Greetings. Consider it pure joy, brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. I mean, think about that. We're supposed to consider this pure joy. I'm supposed to consider the loss of my job pure joy. I'm supposed to consider the the all of the struggles. I'm supposed to consider COVID pure joy. For those of you that are are now forced to work at home, you're probably already considering it pure joy. Uh, but uh, you know, we're supposed to when we're going through things, we're supposed to consider that pure joy. That completely blows my mind because I am allergic to to struggle. I'm allergic to pain. You know, when I go to the doctors and they say, do you have any allergies? I say needles, you know, and so, uh, but we're supposed to consider it pure joy. You know, in the Greek, the word is hupanome, and it's, it's made up of two words, which is uh, one was this, um, I'm sorry, it's not, it's, not, it's, I'm getting my words mixed up, but the word is hupanome, and the, the pure joy is, is, are, are the, are, are made up of two words, and it's, uh, Pas and kara. Pas means all, everything. Um, joy means, kara means, that's where we get the word uh, karis, you know, grace. It means happiness, rejoicing. It's used 59 times in, 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 in the Bible. And so we're supposed to just celebrate when, we, when we're going through things? Uh, Jesus says, yeah, because you're not, you're not going through this alone, you know. Uh, and, but to, to continue on, you know, because you know the testing of our faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. If you, if any of you lack wisdom, you should ask for it. You should ask God who gives it to, gives generously to all with, without finding fault, and it will be given, in, given, given to you. But when you ask, you must believe and not doubt because the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea blown and tossed by the wind. That person should not expect any 
not, not expect to receive anything from the Lord. Such a person is a double-minded and, unsta and unstable in all, of, in all they do. And so, you know, we're supposed to already come with confidence to God and ask him for, for wisdom. You know, if any of you lack wisdom, you know, I would love to have the wisdom of Solomon. You know, I would love to have all of that wisdom. I, I have none of it. But in, in these situations, I've had to rely on, on, on God for, for wisdom. And I've, sometimes I, I come boldly and sometimes I come with a lot of confidence. And I, and I, and I get the wisdom. Sometimes I, I, I come with very half-heartedly, you know, uh, and I don't get, get, get what I want. And then sometimes God is still generous and he still gives me what, what, what we want because uh, that's just how God is. But, you know, we're supposed to come with confidence. And I just find that it's interesting that that we don't have that faith when, when we come to God and my knees are shaking and I'm trembling because I'm, I'm, I'm just concerned about whatever this situation may be, uh, that he considers us uh, double-minded. Yes, I believe in God, but I don't believe that you'll come through for me. You know, for me, my father committed suicide when I was a year and a half old. And so my, uh, my picture of God, the father was, was for a long time, one of abandonment. So, you know, how could I come with faith that God would come through for me if my own father abandoned me? You know, I was only a year and a half old, but you know, as we grow in this walk, we're, we're, we learn, we learn because God continues to come through for us and we go through this perseverance and uh, that, that perseverance was the word hupanome. And, you know, it's these testing that, that builds our strength. You know, when a, uh, when I think of a, a bodybuilder, a bodybuilder or anybody who's working out uh, and, and is strengthened in their mus muscles, what, what we're doing, we're actually tearing the fibers of our muscles in order to cause them to grow. So we're actually putting our body through an unbelievable amount of stress in order so that it, it so that it may grow. And then we, we come out stronger at the end of it. And you know, I've always been one to avoid uh, conflict. Um, and so that's one of those things that I've had to learn not to avoid. I'm still learning to just fight, go with conflict head on. Um, my, my initial response is always, let's not. But, um, you know, we're, we're supposed to persevere. And, and it says, you know, let perseverance finish its work so that we may be mature and complete and not lacking in anything. And um, it's, it's, it's tough. Um, you know, there's, there's been times when like, even like in our marriage, uh, we've gone through some, some ups and, and some downs and, you know, uh, Jason, Pastor Jason, you've been uh, aware of some of those, those trials because, you know, you've been, uh, the, the, you know, a faithful friend and, you know, um, and yet we've persevered and I wouldn't change a thing. I wouldn't change a thing because, you know, we, are closer now than we have ever been. And we would never have been this close if it wasn't for, for some of those hard times. Because now, you know, we know that we can count on each other, that we can be trusted. 
and we still have a long way to go. I mean, like a very, very long way, way to go. But, um, you know, God, God is just amazing and, and he just works in, in, in some of those ways. And um, I, I just have, have no regrets. Uh, I've learned to, I'm learning to, at this stage in my life, I'm learning to enjoy the perseverance the trials and the, and the testing uh, of our of our faith and um, it's it's a whole lot easier when we have when we have faithful friends and we're and we and we do this you know I think of uh, David and his mighty men you know David never won a victory by himself uh, after Goliath he, it, it was it was because of his his the people that he surrounded himself with, with that actually built him up, that encouraged him, uh, that laughed with him, that cried with him. You know, he, he was a giant killer that ended up turning into a fugitive, you know, running for his life. And these mighty men were people that he was actually able to speak life into, and they were able to speak life into him. And, and these were people who were uh, in debt, uh, destitute, um, just really kind of like the rejects of society because they, even the Bible says that, you know, um, that they had all these issues. You know, think about these these people that ended up becoming like superheroes because, and, and even in spite of being not even worthy enough to make it into Saul's army. Um, and, and it wasn't until David became king and he started to isolate himself that to, that's when he started to have all of the issues that we read about in the Bible, you know, with his son Absalom and his uh, that, the sin with Bathsheba and uh, some of the many difficulties. He, was he a great king? Yes. Did he have uh, did he have a heart after God? Absolutely. But it was when he was surrounding himself with the body it was when he was at his best. And you know, my it's it's very easy now especially during covid for us to to isolate ourselves and you know we're 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 an easy target during isolation but when we're when we're surrounding with, with each other uh we're surrounded by the body uh whether digitally uh in person um over the phone uh or you know over zoom or whatever um we can be encouraged and we can find strength and we can have what we need to move forward you know, in Christ. Excellent. These are such great points because I think we all can relate uh, to some of these anyway. It's amazing just some of the things that you'd mentioned that happened this year, loss of a job, loss of a loved one, um, other, other uh, challenges and struggles. And, you know, talking to someone that may be uh, facing these giants, I, I think you just said something very important. Uh, you said many things importantly, but David didn't win his battle alone. And, um, you know, I think that's an important point to highlight as well as he persevered. He held on with hope. Uh, how did you do it, Antonio? How did you hold on with hope? How did you, uh, instead of isolating, which we're in a faceless society today with the masks. We're in a, we're kind of like in an isolated situation, a fearful society. How, how do we hang on with hope? How do we engage others and not isolate? I, I think these are important thoughts. How did you do it? Or how are you doing it actually? 
you, you have to be uh, intentional. You you have to be one hundred percent intentional. You know you you don't you don't uh, you don't fall into um, being surrounded by a group of people by accident. It's not like you tripped and fell into church, right? Like oh wow, you know <laughs> how did I, how did this happen? Uh, no, but I, I I had to be very very intentional um, uh, to the point of getting up at five thirty every Saturday morning to even just be on, uh, on, on a Zoom or a FaceTime call with, with my small group guys. And, you know, we, we meet every Saturday morning uh, at 6 a.m. Uh, and it was one of those things that um, I, I had a source of encouragement to, that I could just draw from, uh, from, from directly from the body. Uh, I had my source of encouragement from the word uh, to, to watching good messages and listening to good messages. But, you know, I had to be intentional about that. Uh, you know, pa- passivity, uh, is a lack of intentionality. You know, passivity, uh, opens, oh, is, is, is kind of like the gateway to, you know, spiritual warfare. You just have it having its, its hand because, you know, you can't, you can't accidentally pray. You know, you can't accidentally go to a Bible study. You can't accidentally uh, read your Bible like, whoa, how did that happen? <laughs> you know, um, and so you have to be very, very intentional. And and so um, I, I have a, a lifeline of in, in the body that, that, that I'm able to, to call at, at any time. And, and we're able to do that for each other because we've been intentional and we've been there for each other through uh, so many trials and tribulations. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm grateful that I'm even able to call you, you know, one of those mighty men in my life, you know? Um, and, and that's the way that we've been able to do it is just stay passive, you know, stay not, not passive, but stay intentional and just, just really draw from, uh, from the life source and the wealth spring that God provides, whether it's the word or, or your friends or, or, or a message or sometimes even, uh, just listening to a worship song, you know, God, heck, even nature, you know, God says, you know, even nature testifies to him. So, uh, if those who are seeking me will find me, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It's like, if we do nothing, the devil's going to do something. So the devil's never passive or he's not a procrastinator. He's always acting. And, you know, you know, I love this having a having a a group of men or or trusted uh, companions around you that will give you Christ, that will challenge you in love. Um, I love what you said about the sculptor. You know, he had a vision as he chisels away, and I love what you said about our society. I mean, really, our world is like in a big reset right now, and. Some are doing well, some aren't doing well. Um, some are crippled by fear and anxiety. And I think this picture of the sculptor is really important because we're being made into something we could never be made by, by ourselves. And so um, when, you, when you think about the, the unstable man, the double-minded man, um, it's, easy, it's easy to stand in two places. That, that's what the picture is, is that someone is standing in two places in their soul. How did you, how did you keep from uh, staying there? Because uh, it's, it's easy to kind of negotiate with yourself, negotiate with fear, negotiate with sight. But 
but how is it that there was stability? Perseverance produces stability. You, you want to comment on that? Um, for me, it was, you know, God had, had already, has already proven himself faithful full in my life. Um, and I, at, at this point in my life, I, I don't, didn't have any, any desire to go to any other source, you know, uh, you know, you, you know, Peter even told Jesus, you, you know, who else are we going to turn to? Um, and did I want to uh, wallow in self-pity? Absolutely. Was I afraid? Absolutely. Uh, was I complacent? Definitely. Uh, were there moments of passivity? Sure. You know, but, but you, it's, 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 it's like exercise. You have to do it. And I, I've never had a workout that I ever regretted. You know, and so, you know, I've never uh, read the Bible and, and came away thinking, man, I so regret picking up the Bible. I, I so regret picking up that phone. I so regret, you know, just listening to that message. Although there are some messages where, where depending on the preacher and, 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 and their doctrine, you know, you may regret listening to the message. But then you're grateful to to know that okay yeah I'm gonna stay away from that that, that guy right there. Um, but uh, I I had you know sometimes you know and especially for me God has actually had to to allow me to come to the end of myself so that I have no other choice uh, because uh, my my wife will, 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 has told me before in the past uh, even fairly recently. You know, I had this situation where um, we were, uh, I was supposed to be moderating a, a, a discussion, a very heated uh, discussion. And, you know, my prayer was, God, um, help me to be this uh, mediator. Help me to say the right thing. Help me to, you know, and, and if you notice, I was at the center of the prayer, right? And and she pointed out to me, she's like, really, you know, the prayer should have been, Father, you know, what does this person need right now in this moment? You know, give me the window to their soul. What do you want me to tell them? Do you want, what do you want me not to say? What do you want me to say? And yes, I'm, I'm in there, but it's like, God, what do you want? Not God, give me, right? Or grant me, uh, so um, I can be very, very self-centered, and I struggle with that uh, a lot. Um, and so I have to have um, a lot of. Um, I have to work very hard sometimes at uh, just not being self-centered and, and being very, very intentional, as I was saying uh, uh, earlier. And, and anytime I do that, it has always worked out great. You know, anytime you put my, uh, me at the center of everything, you know, then I'm uh, now I'm, I'm drawing from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Yeah, I think we all can relate to that. I mean, welcome to the human race. I mean, it, it's a struggle, you know, it's a struggle. We, we The ego is in, is in direct competition with God. And, and um, you know, I, I just, I love this thought about perseverance. I mean, how does someone train, I mean, maybe a boxer, he trains or a runner, he trains, he sees the end in mind. He, he or she is focused on um, stanima or endurance and they're just, um, 
they're just focused on winning. And, and I love what you said here. We celebrate the trial. And I don't know about you. I want to get through the trial as quickly as possible. But the writer here is saying celebrate it. And, um, and you know, practically speaking, I mean, what are some ways to celebrate? And in the same breath, I got another question for you. You mentioned six battles every man faces. I'd love to hear what those six are if you have them handy, but, but, but practically how can we glory in COVID or how can we have, how can we celebrate a job loss or um, it just seems so uh, out of the ordinary? Well, uh, that, that again, just really has to be, goes, goes back to just being um, uh, intentional. Um, I think this might even be the, be the, the, the word of the day for me is going to be intentional because, um, you know, the way our, our, our brains are designed, our brains are designed to just, are, are not naturally designed to uh, make us happy, right? Um, we tend to focus on uh, survival. And when we focus on survival, we're focusing on what's wrong. Uh, and how can you celebrate when you're focusing on what's wrong? You know, but yet God is saying, you know, I want when there's something wrong, I want you to celebrate. So that means that um, I have to focus on the things that that God has brought into my life, you know, because what's wrong is always available. But but so is what's right. You know, uh, God we're supposed to focus on, on, you know, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are pure, you know, all of the whatsoever's. And not, notice that none of those things are, are that, he's, uh, that we're supposed to focus on are, are, are negative and, and none of those things are, 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 are trials, but they can be. Because there's beauty even in some of those ashes. You know, there's, there's gold that you can mine out of every situation. And uh, as long as you're focusing on, uh, on that and how God is, is, is present in those things, then it's easy to celebrate. You know, you, we, have to, we have to change our, 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 um, our mindset about what a problem is. Because in, in, in God's mind and in, in God's eyes, there, there is no such thing as a problem. Uh, you know, in fact, Dr. Miles Monroe once uh, described as a problem being a human definition for an opportunity to grow. Excellent. You know, that's excellent right there, isn't it? Like, it's an opportunity to grow. I mean, maybe these things don't come naturally to us at the first, you know, instant. Let's say there's a, a financial issue, a health issue, Um but it's an opportunity to grow. What a great way to speak to ourselves and say, okay, God, you know, someone might say, oh, what are you going to do about this? What are you going to do about this? But we just deflect it and say, okay, God, what are you going to do about this? Um, I mean, it's a game changer. I mean, it totally changes not only, um, you know, the perspective, but it, it allows us to be problem solvers, right? Yeah. That's, that's huge. Yeah, absolutely. Amen. I mean, I'm sure, I mean, when you say the emotion of the problem, um, you know, it can, it can eclipse us. It can, it can, it can definitely confuse us. I'm sure with the loss of your sister-in-law, um, that was, a, could have been very confusing and very, um, 
challenging, I'm sure. Yeah, absolutely. You know, um, it was it was very confusing. Not not confusing. I'm sorry. It was very emotional. Um, it was it was it was a sad time because you know we we, we lost our sister, and you know this is somebody who we loved and who we enjoyed and, and brought laughter, and we saw so much growth in such a condensed period of time, and and her life was. Uh, you know, on the surface, some you know, her, her life was short, but her life was she lived. She packed more into her life than most people did in a, in two lifetimes. You know, she influenced more people in her life than than probably I've you know than definitely that I've ever influenced for sure. Uh, and so. Um, it's easy to focus on, on some of those negatives. You know, I, I said earlier, what's, what's wrong is always available. Um, but, but, but so is, so is what's right. And you know, when, when you know where, where it is that you're going and when you have, uh, a, a confident assurance of, of who God is and what his promises are, um, you can only tearfully rejoice. Yeah. Well, I mean, just in the last few minutes, Antonio, just, uh, you know, the promises of God, they're our great way of escape. Uh, they are our map in in circumstances that the, the word is a light into our uh, lamp, into our feet and a light into our path. I mean, these are things that God works in as we hold on with hope. And um, I love this word perseverance because it's God that is strengthening us in the way it's God that's leading us uh, when there's too many options you know I think of Habakkuk chapter 3 in the last few verses it talks about you know the the difficulties you know when when there's no provision when the fig tree does not produce fruit when there's no cattle in the stall when there's no provision yet I will delight in the Lord and then it goes right along with that idea today of celebrating. Sometimes uh, we can be so focused on the problem that we don't see the provision or the or the fruit or the maturity that God's adding in. But the moment we worship the light or just surrender and say, God, I don't have to change this situation. I don't have to be in control of this situation. And then all of a sudden God is like, okay, now we're making progress. Now there's, there's something I can add and have patience possess your souls. I mean, this is so, this is so important, uh, what you're saying tonight. Um, any closing comments? And I'm just curious, do you happen to have those six things of the battles that all men face? Do you have those? I actually do. Um, oh, yeah, fire away. That, that's good stuff right there. So, you know, um, there's, there's six battles that every man uh, must win. Uh, must win, that's the- it. Battle number one is the fight for your identity. You know, uh, if you have to know who you are and whose you are first. Um, I, I can't be a soldier up until I know that I've gone through the training, you know. And then once I've gone through this training, now I know, hey, this is my identity. I am a soldier. Uh, I am a police officer. I am... Uh, a football player, I am, uh, you know, you, na- you name it. Uh, whenever you put on this uniform, you have this sense of identity and your identity is based off of, you know, who God says that you are and, and knowing who God says that you are. And then the second battle is the, pi- the fight for your personal holiness. You know, uh, often in the Bible, you know, 
God is referred to as holy, you know, El Shaddai, El, you know, and, he, and holy means to be separate. Uh, and so we have to, to fight to, to keep our personal holiness and, and not do the things that, 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 that are sinful and outside of God. And, uh, and when, but we can only fight for our holiness when we know who, who, who we are, when we know our, who our identity. Uh, fight, number, fight number two is the fight for your family. You know, pass, uh, you know, I love, uh, we had to look up passivity when we fought for, for our family because that the passivity is the detriment to most families, right? It starts with, you know, the husband and the father being passive. And I, I looked up the word pa passivity in the dictionary once and it said acceptance of what happens without active response or resistance. Um, wow, that's so, loaded. That's loaded right there. We should do a whole podcast on that one right there. <laughs> sure, absolutely. You know, so you know, like I would, I would, I would. Most men would die for their wives, but you know, how many of us would actually live for them? Oh, <laughs> and you can't do that if you're passive. Oh, that's good. Yeah. That's a good statement. And I, I, I honey, I, I'll I, die for you. Oh, can you wash the dishes? Oh, I'm busy. <laughs> right, exactly. Not now. <laughs> You know, and th then as I'm getting up off the ground, um, <laughs> uh, oh, I don't, I don't always win that 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 fight. So um, you know, sure. I, I don't I don't I don't claim to, uh, claim to win that. But then you know, after we fight for for, for um, our identity, for personal holiness, for our family, then we have to, to fight through pain. And we're you know we we're talking about perseverance earlier. Uh, and fighting through pain, you know, that, that pain is, is designed to reveal the quality of our faith, you know, it produces stamina. Uh, and I'm allergic to pain, like I said earlier, I'd rather not fight through pain, you know, uh, some people, I'm afraid of pain, you know, some people say, you know, fear uh, is false evidence uh, appearing real. I like to say fear stands for forget everything and run. So, okay, uh, that's a new one. Yeah, it's true. It's uh, true. But after we fight for for uh through pain you know we have to fight for our friends you know uh how many times have uh we received or uh or made that phone call uh when we're struggling for help you know and we're someone's on the receiving and helping us fight through and walk alongside of us through through whatever the struggle may be you know fill in the blank right and then uh finally the the sixth the sixth battle that every man must win is uh, fight for a strong faith, intentionality, you know, uh, be very intentional in, about uh, attending church, you know, surrounding yourself with, with, with people who are going to encourage you, people who are godly, you know, how can two people walk together unless they be agreed, right? Um, be intentional about getting into the word, be intentional about uh, all of that stuff. So, you know, uh, so those battles are, you know, for your identity, for personal holiness, for your family, uh, fighting through pain, and for your friends, and just fighting for a strong faith. These are amazing. These are so practical. I'm so glad you shared those. I think it's a great way to end the cast today. 
I certainly want to get you back on soon. I mean, I love when you call. You always have an edifying word from from heaven, and tonight is no exception. I mean, you uh, really helped us and to give us a perspective to kind of look beyond the problem, not to be problem-centric, but to be pro- pro- uh, promise-centric, we could call it. Well, and, yeah, yeah and uh, just thank you for your heart and your dear wife, Jenna, and your kids. And we learned a lot tonight. And, friends, thanks for tuning in. And, and be praying for Antonio. And to, if you have any questions or comments uh, or you want to just uh, reach out to us, we would love to hear from you. Uh, hear from you. Hey, Antonio, great being with you tonight, sir. God bless you. Right. Thank you. God bless you as well. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Inner Revolution podcast. Please find us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Your feedback is always welcome. Mm-hmm.